to Nadia No Filter. Welcome back to the podcast. I've obviously been MIA for the past few months, so I can't say on this week's episode we'll talk about blah 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 because it's more like this quarter's episode, which I will try to make more episodes, I promise. Um, I feel like one thing, one thing that I did not get that a lot of people did is the memo that we're back in action. Like COVID-19 is no longer a thing. Quarantine days are completely in the past. And I, I don't know why I feel like I'm like the last person to know. So basically, I feel that when COVID happened, you know, the lockdown happened, it was kind of like a worldwide announcement. You know, we knew that, hey, you'd have to shelter in place, social distance, X, Y, and Z, don't leave your house, yada, yada, yada. And we knew that, you know, for some time, it was going to be a quarantine lockdown type of situation. Everyone was having, you know, mental breakdowns at the same time. Everyone stopped working out at the same time. I like that unity. And it's no longer there. People are back to work some five days a week. People are working out. People are just living their life like it's nothing. But again, I miss that type of unity and that bond with the rest of the world being like, hey, you know what it's like to be fucking depressed as shit where you don't want to leave your bed. You don't get what is the purpose to life to an extent. And yeah, that's dark, but it's also fucking reality, you know? I think people that have actually like experienced depression would know what that's like. So I feel like with COVID, it was a great like break from like trying to have your shit together, especially with someone that has like anxiety, depression and whatnot. And then it's just like, oh, <laughs> fooled yeah, We're actually like just gonna live back to like a normal life where... Everything is just, you know, what are you talking about? Depression? Who? Where? You know? Um, and I, I don't like that there wasn't, like, this worldwide type of announcement of, hey, we're going to, like, live normal life again, basically. You know? Um, again, I feel like I'm, like, the last person to get that memo of, like, you need to get your shit together because we're on, like, real time again. But anyway, I'm doing fucking fantastic. How are you doing? <laughs> um, so I guess I also want to, you know, it's a very popular conversation or topic as usual, which is, like, relationships and breakups. We're going to focus more on breakups because I feel like that is what people struggle with the most. Relationships, yes, they're hard to maneuver and navigate, But I think with establishing boundaries really early on in the relationship and kind of having this conversation of what each party expects from the relationship, that's kind of a key to success. Of course, if you guys aren't following these boundaries or, you know, kind of like listening to each other talk when you're having a conversation, you guys are obviously going to break up. It's going to be a shitty relationship, you know. But back to the breakups. So I feel that people have... A lot of trouble with getting over someone because the idea that they fall in love with almost 90% of the time, to be honest with you. I think we project this idea onto someone. For example, if someone's really good looking, you kind of build this idea in your head of like, they're probably super cool. They probably have a good job. Oh my God, living with them would be so nice. Da 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 da. But the reality is, they might fucking suck, you know? 
And I'm going to try really hard not to like dive into my own personal experience. But how can I like have, how do I have any basis of talking about this topic if I don't have like experience, right? So with my first relationship, my favorite relationship, because it was like the healthiest, I think this person and me could have ended up together if I wasn't fucking 15 when I met them, you know? They were perfect on paper, perfect in real life, but I was 15 and going to college at 17, 18, and I wanted to date other dudes, so like that's why we broke up. So even though with that breakup, um, we remained friends. This is like 10 years ago. We still remained friends. We would still talk every day. So I don't think I ever grieved or mourned that relationship until honestly like a few years ago. Um... So our dynamic and friendship changed where he wasn't like a best friend. He, you know, he was an actual like real best friend where he would like give me dating advice. If I felt like shit or depressed, he would, you know, come rescue me. Well, that sounds like I was a damsel in distress, but whatever. Um, and so that was really helpful having him as kind of an anchor to reality and being like my stability, you know. So... In 2015, he got someone pregnant, basically, you know, is a dad, married, all of that. So obviously the friendship and the dynamic has to change. You know, it'd be really weird if it didn't. After experiencing that, I started to grieve like the relationship, but it was like the friendship aspect. So that leads me to believe when you're going through a breakup, there's it's multifaceted. It's there's many layers to a breakup you know you're not mourning only one aspect of it it's not just like the physical like sex part it's not just the friendship part you know and with my most recent type of dating experience I don't even know if I'd call it like a relationship because there was no relationship we weren't friends there was no real emotional bond established you know it was more of just like a physical thing that I think went on for too long, to be completely honest. Um, And going through that type of breakup, so to speak, now, it's hard in some ways where I have to remind myself it's the idea of this person that I'm mourning or grieving. And it's a little easier in the sense that there's no real relationship to mourn, you know? Like, I'm not missing, like, oh, my God, we used to talk on the phone every day. We used to text every day because we didn't have that, like, relationship. This person didn't give a fuck about what was going on in my day-to-day life. So without, like, that friendship dynamic and it's just physical, I don't see that being a relationship, which is why I um, kind of just blocked him, you know, which I know is kind of, like, fucked up. But, hey, there was no relationship. There doesn't need to be a breakup, you know? There doesn't need to be that discussion, that conversation of like, hey, things aren't working out because we're not a fucking item. We're not a thing. This is all like, uh, I don't know, play pretend type of whatever the fuck. I don't know. And there's obviously like a lot more when it comes to this. Like this person love bombed me. You know, this person just lied continuously about their feet, like what they're going to do with their life. You know, they're going to move out there like This person also, like, left with their ex-girlfriend, which is, like, the biggest red flag of all. And I was like, well, this person also just recently got out of fucking prison. So, like, it makes sense. You know? Um, There was was a lot. There was a lot there. Obviously, if this was any 
a normal person. I would never give them the time of day, but they like kind of, I don't know, dangle the idea of becoming like famous in front of my motherfucking like face, you know? So, I mean, it feels different. Okay, to be fair, this person was Calvin Klein's first public gay boyfriend, was paid a gay. Uh, that should have also been like a red flag, but you don't have like any value. You will sell your body for money. You don't give a fuck about really anything. Uh, ex-supermodel, ex-porn star, yada, yada, yada. The list goes on and on with the number of red flags, you know. And from this relation, not a relationship, from this experience, from this situationship that like went on for too long, unfortunately, um, I also learned that both parties definitely need to have obviously things in common, but like the same values and the same morals. Like you can't, you know, continue breaking the law after being a felon, you know, Um, and just, you know. Ethics, morals, like, that's really important. Like, I don't understand how one person can't fucking have that. You know, like, you have to be a fucking psychopath to, I don't know, not think that you're harming other people by doing, like, the things that you're doing. I'm not going to speak on that because it's, like, not my place to say. Yeah, so I feel like, you know, with this breakup, if you want to call it that, the ending of whatever this was, it is different because again like I've said I'll reiterate there was no friendship there was like no relationship aspect but there was that idea that I projected onto him and I feel like when you project an idea onto someone it's still multifaceted like it's multi-layered because you create this idea of like oh my god they're nice and charming they could be good with kids da, 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 da. so you still have to like mourn the loss of something that never existed you know so it's a complete mindfuck you really have to rewire your neural network which you know it's a lot of work to change the way you think to change your behavior it takes a lot of time a lot of work a lot of energy that's why people that are drug addicts won't just quit on the drop of a dime, you know? Or even like someone that wants to work out, it will take them months, even maybe years to even go to the gym because you have to really change the way you think, change the way you live, change the way your behavior is, you know? Um, and I think the worst part about breakups is that you feel so fucking alone. Even though you've been through breakups before, Every breakup feels like this is the worst breakup until, like, you get over it. And then you're able to look at, like, your history of breakups. And you're like, no, actually, like, the second one was worse or this one was worse. But, like, when you're in it, it feels like it's the worst thing you've ever fucking experienced in your whole entire life. You feel so alone, even if your family, your friends are there for you. Even if people are trying to cheer you up. Even if there's other guys that are like, yo, let's go on a date, you know? You're just like... No one knows how I feel. I feel like my insides are like crushed, even if you're not like in love with the person, you know? I think it's also like the hope you had for that relationship or that person. It's your hopes that are also crushed. So you're like, wow, I invested time and energy into something that was a complete failure. And then I guess in turn, you feel like a failure too. And I don't know why when it comes to breakups, you feel like unlovable, you know, like you have these ideas of like, oh, like this means I'm never going to find someone, yada, yada, yada. And it's like, really, that doesn't make any sense because one, this person probably didn't fucking love you to begin with. 
But that doesn't make you unlovable. That just makes it so that you guys were never compatible to begin with, you know? And uh, when it comes to like real love, true love, I think it's supposed to be like, it's supposed to feel peaceful. You're supposed to feel at ease, you know? So if like a relationship or a situationship feels stressful, feels hard, you should abandon ship from like the first signs of it being shitty, you know? And like, that's what I like really wish I did. I just think being like, oh my God, this is the hottest person ever. I think it was really just like the physical characteristics of this person that like kept me feeling like I had any type of feeling for this person, you know? But yeah, this experience also taught me like what I don't want from someone. And it's also taught me like my past boyfriends weren't that bad, which is actually pretty fucking sad. Like if the most recent guy that you're dating makes you think like your past relationships weren't shitty, that's probably not a good sign if they like the relationships you felt like were actually shitty, you know? So like looking back, I'm like, oh my God, like my ex-boyfriend of three years was so good to me. He actually gave a fuck about me. He actually tried to Google things you know, relating to what I was experiencing and going through, trying to get close to me and understand me more, you know? And if you're still listening to this episode, you're probably going through it right now. And to you, I just want to say you're not alone, even though it feels like your whole world might be ending right now. You might have like that pit in your stomach where you just like, your stomach is churning. You feel like you want to throw up. You also feel like, you know, you're dehydrated and all these kind of symptoms are physical feelings, I guess. Um, Yeah, you're not alone, even though you feel like it. And so many people have been through breakups, but again, every breakup just feels like you're just in it on your own. So to a degree, you are, but don't feel like that's reality. 